Welcome to the C3 Church Global Podcast with Phil Pringle. Phil is the founder and senior leader of C3 Church Global, a family of over 500 churches around the world. We're passionate about bringing you fresh, inspiring devotionals to fuel your day and insightful conversations on all things church and leadership. And it all starts right now. Hey, everybody. Wow, this is fantastic. Here is Pastor Simon and Pastor Val and my beautiful queen, Christine. And we are at the Americas C3 Conference, which is one of our largest, and we have uh, so many new people, leaders and uh, workers and team members here with us. It's an exciting time, Simon. It is, Philip. Yes, I don't know what to say. I'm just being magnificent. I am. To see all these people gathering. Yeah. And uh, like you say, to see new faces. Very heartening to see the the um, the average age is somewhat lower than our age. <laughs> right. So the average age well, of you're young right. teams, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it. it is so exciting. And to see so many girls like rising in ministry is amazing too. Because yeah. both of you, Chris and Val, have championed. The, the ladies, the ladies. In ministry. Oh, yeah, sure have. You, you've had a few women's I gatherings. I have. We've had two awesome gatherings, one in Dallas and one in Miami. Right. And we had all the girls come out and they just, you know, they got to know each other. They sort of like, you know, share their stories right. and have gotten so close. And it's just been a really great, cohesive experience for everyone. Sensational. Yeah, they're loving it. Yeah, we have some of the Canadians down here too. Have any of them turned up? You know what? Um, They want to come to the next one. Right. They had had another thing on, but um, they said, please, we want to crash your party. So I said, absolutely, please do. Please do. You do it so well. And it's like they're rebuilding of our community. Yeah. Post-COVID. Yeah. Men and Yes, absolutely. It's so important to get together. Yeah. Totally. To support yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, I'm right into the online experience. I think it's been extremely valuable and will continue to be valuable. I think the Lord has really stirred up the whole online uh, strategy for the church in yeah. this hour because people do nothing without, you know, buy a pin to getting married without yeah. first going online about it. So yeah. we right. have to be really proficient in that area. But, there are some things you just no, yeah. cannot replicate, <laughs> and one of them is the gathering. Yeah. Oh. Another is worshipping together, yeah. like in, yeah. in the same space. So, yeah. And altar calls, right? And, oh, my God. And so oh, we, yeah. here at this conference, my Lord, yeah. that, uh, that first night, the altar call was just oh, jammed out. I don't think yeah. there's a person left in the seat. No. Nope. There, there wasn't, down, it was except so... Reimer and myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then even I got up behind that oh. and got involved. It was awesome. Oh, my gosh. You know, I think so everybody good. came down. Yeah, it was yeah. very important. Yeah. 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 All ministers and their workers, they all need that touch, yeah. that refreshment. And that's right. what this is. Right. When we gather as leaders and pastors, it's that times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. Yeah. After COVID, too. Right. Like, there's still the, you know, the hang-on, the sort of... Bleh. And people just want, wanting to be together mm. as leaders in the presence right. of God. Yeah. Hearing great preaching, <laughs> teaching, <laughs> a touch. It was really good. It was really awesome, actually. Yeah, the, the lobby conversations at a conference are about as important as any of the conversations, right? Yeah. When you first yeah. all meet, yes. or when you're waiting to get a, a, a ride, and you meet all these new people. So it's not like that's a throwaway moment in a conference. I think yeah. every 
little moment, you can be intentional mm-hmm. about how you maximise what happens in those moments. And, yeah. and so even keeping the cars waiting for a while <laughs> while people actually yeah. spend time yeah. together uh, and meet new people, yeah. that's a real bonding experience. Yeah. yeah, so what we did this year is, um, and I tribute Jeff and Sonny Kane, this is their genius. Yes. They said before the night meeting, which we've made earlier so it's accessible, for, for after party. Right. But um, there's a pre-party in their, in their lobby. Right. And they have really cool food and, and great coffee, and that's an hour before the service. Right. So that, that, there's our value on display. Right. Yes. The fact that people are gathering, new friends, old friends... And like I said, the end of the meeting, it's a bit, it's a bit more disjointed yeah. at the yeah. start. Right. And then after these day sessions, we're not having, we're having big gaps. Yeah. And so people... For people are, to catch up, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And make new friends. They're having lunch right yeah. now. Totally. Exactly. Grab yeah. coffees. And the after party, the dinners is oh. also so critical because that right. table, everybody can go like after last night and chat yeah. and, you know, reconnect mm-hmm. and also just really reflect on what they got in that right. meeting right yeah. so yeah. it's just so mm-hmm. important I th- yeah the conversation thing is is huge today huge. it's the it's the glue for community yeah conversation yes. and community and so I think uh, uh, as pastors a lot of the times we try to use social media to say come to our church it's like an invitation come to our next mm-hmm. event which is going to be so incredible but maybe It'd be better to say, come to the conversation. Yeah, wow. Come yeah. and let's talk. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what we can be intentional about in church life and in, especially in conference life. Yeah. Uh, where exactly as you say, Sime, we uh, demonstrate our culture and we should be very intentional in the design, I think, of our conferences. Yes. That the kind of culture we want to cascade into our churches yeah. from the conference, mm-hmm. we actually do at the conference. Yes. So the yes. coffee, yeah. the hangout times, and, and to just have long, long religious meetings. I think, I think we defeat a huge purpose <laughs> yes. of gluing together. I yeah. think it's really important we have dynamic, spirit-filled, imparting meetings, yeah. but then they should not compromise the ability of community to really develop. Yes. 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 Yeah. I think the dynamic of those meetings <laughs> somewhat waters after 17 hours of a meeting. <laughs> oh, just, yes. oh, but, yeah. oh, no, nobody's got room. No. So at the end of last year, we did a survey. What, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? Right. And one of them, when they said, please keep the connection. Oh. I love that. This is an old word. It's a great word, the word fellowship. Yes. Please fellowship. keep the fellowship connection time yeah. alive. Yeah. Because we love going out and have meals with friends. Right. So I agree with you. The meetings are important. Yes. Right. But they're not all day. No. Well, you know what else is interesting? Yeah. Is like last night I was chatting with Nicole Sweetman. They come here together as a team and right. they get together for dinners afterwards as a team. So it's not only great to see your friends from around the, na- you know, the country, yeah. Yeah. it's also an opportunity for you to build your teams up by totally. going on these trips together and yeah. like, you know, pouring into each other and having that small moment around the table with your senior leaders. So I think oh, that's really critical. So you well hear said. that. You yes. hear that amongst yeah. all the Yeah, people. I mean, even the ride, like here in Atlanta, we're in Atlanta people. Uh, to uh, the church is like almost an hour. Yes, yes. 50 minutes. So who you're in the car with, because you're all laughing and talking and telling stories, and on the way home, you're all sharing the experience of what happened in the meeting, the glue, the bonding that takes place, and possibly, possibly the biggest problem we have 
in Western society is a lack of emotional bonding. Yeah. Loneliness isn't that we haven't got a big crowd of people around us. It's that we actually haven't fused. We haven't bonded yeah. Yeah. with one or two people. Yeah. And yeah. so that happens yeah. in church life yeah. with the best people on earth. And, yeah. and I just think that creating enough space, exactly as you said, Simon, for yes. that to happen is oh, super been, important. It's been fabulous. And I, I noticed that different... Uh, ones from different churches mm-hmm. are cross-pollinating mm-hmm. and saying, I'd love you to come. Yeah. Yes. Do this or speak yes. or yes. let's go hunting or let's, would you come and lead worship? Yep. Or would you do a women's thing? Yep. So we're, we're meeting one another from different churches yep. within our own um, yeah. family. That yeah, happened yeah. at the girls, the girls meeting, in fact. We, we yeah. had um, yeah. two prophetic ladies um, do, do their thing <laughs> and somebody from another church, a young, a young leader, tapped a girl that she would never have tapped to come in and help her with her women and, and the prophetic through that experience of seeing her in action. So it's just, it's cool. it's a great, pop, as you said, cross-pollination. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think a really big point, like you said, Val, is when the team are here. Yeah. Because oh. sometimes the, the, the minister, the senior minister can think, yeah, I'll go to the conference. Yeah. But actually, yeah. and then I'll tell everybody when I come home yeah, no. what yeah. went on. It's better felt than tell, right? Totally. It's, it's better yeah. caught than taught. It's yeah. <laughs> you, you, if the people, uh, if your team is there, they get to feel everything that's going on, and so I think it's really important to, in the budget to prioritize in the timing to bring key members yes. and, and not just staff members, yeah. but actually key influences yes. in your church, because yeah. yeah. then they start to shout the praises yeah. of the movement, yeah. and uh, yes. so businessmen, board yeah. members. All kinds of people, especially the worship guys. Yeah, yeah. And all of that yeah. really helps to build build the church. What's a big story, Simon, that's happened recently in America? I think the big stories are buildings, which is really unusual. It's fantastic. Like coming out of COVID. So tonight we're going to celebrate three stories. But um, Joe Martin's just finished outfitting a new campus, literally one mile from his building. <laughs> right. But because it's it's a totally different world, one yeah. mile away. Yeah. So that, and uh, I think I think they paid it off. They done wow. well. But yeah. then Brandon Cole in Fort Worth yeah. has yep. bought this space, which was, you know, like a big step for them. Mm-hmm. But they got it at a great price, mm-hmm. and they're going to make it into a. He's very purposeful about it, like a, a community centre right. that's more than just a Sunday service place. Right. And there are others. Who else? Who else well, we're there? dedicating Phil Beekler's yes. building on Long Island. Yeah, so they've, they've expanded space. Yes. And uh, Emma and Drew. Wonderful. And Emma and Drew. Oh. Just bought so a building. They bought, uh, they bought a building that's going to be their second campus. Wow. Oh, wow. They haven't even got a primary campus. <laughs> they haven't even got a secondary campus oh, up right. ready to go. And they've only been going, like, what, two years? That's awesome. Uh, uh, yes, at the yeah. most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're doing really well. Amazing. So I think it's interesting. Now, that's in Seattle. They're, they're weird stories to me that out of COVID, what are your stories? Oh, people are buying buildings. Yeah. But I, I think it's good. It's, it is. It's good for the future. Right. Yes. Uh, because I think things got a bit depressed in the Western world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. They and, did. And, and pastors felt despondent. Especially uh, trying to wrestle with polarization mm. of opinions mm. in church, mm. and then Welcome feeling to America. Yeah, feeling <laughs> the, the the bullying thing where mm. you, you feel bullied by people say you need to stand up and, mm-hmm. and and make a stand and and have an opinion. And either way, if you were mm. you could be bullied into silence or bullied into saying something that you didn't really yeah. feel like saying. 
you know, um, uh, I read recently where Paul said, I have been separated unto the gospel. Yes. And, uh, yes. and I just think, you know, for me, that's, that's the, the biggest message is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what people get born again by. Yes. They do not get Amen. born again by any other yeah. message. And I am keen, yeah. so keen to see yeah. that the people receive eternal life. Because once we're there... All of what was going on down here will seem like a blink of the eye, yeah. and, uh, mm. and we'll be in reality then. This is a temporary thing, and, and I, I just think we're always going to have perplexing situations to deal with, yeah. and we need to keep our eyes on the Lord and the, and the guidance of the Holy Spirit to help us. And so, hopefully, as we come together as conferences, we can help our pastors actually navigate yeah. Those, yeah. those areas. Look, I think another highlight would actually would have been Valerie's women's gathering. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, she's the master of those gatherings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but we did a men's one, and uh, to get men together. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a little bit like herding cats. Yeah. But uh, we had a wonderful one in Palm Springs. I mean, we don't have a bad choice of places, do we? Right. So we went to Palm Springs late last year, and uh, Eddie um, uh, Elgera, he put on, he hosted it. And we got the men together. And what, all we did, we just sat in a room. I, I had I had agenda, but I quickly dumped, dumped it. We were around the room hearing their stories. Oh. Right. Their, their, their wins and their griefs. Yeah. Came around to one pastor. He said, do you know, he said, I have this terrible fear in me that my church is going to fail. And he's got a good church. Right. But I just thought because he was able to be amongst people he loved and trusted. Yes. And we, we actually... we. Phil Beekler and I both, we went for that thing like a demon. Yes. Because that's a demon in his brain. Yes. And so he got, I think he got set free. Right. From that, that long-term fear, fear of yeah. uh, my parents' church failed, mine's going to fail. Oh, yeah. And so, so just those small gatherings, right. that they have a huge power. Yes. So it's probably what we do better is to focus on some of those smaller specific groups. That's fascinating. So, that is really fascinating because everybody wants to go to the big thing or they want to host a big thing. But most guys saying, to, yeah, well, sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're saying like the small, intimate, intimate moments. That's, that's more work though too. You know, it's like, yeah, I'd be thinking efficiency of time, usage. Yeah. We had but, three hours of men confessing and it wasn't like they all confessed their sins. Right. It's they, were, they were saying their struggles and their successes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were able to go around at the end of that yeah. uh, second day, we laid hands on every single one of them mm. and we all prophesied over them. See, that, that's koinonia. That's the true fellowship. Yeah. It is. And that the builds church. them. Now, we that's won't do that church. all the time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it gets a little bit introspective. Yeah. But moments of it are incredibly yeah. Yeah. restorative, right? Yeah. And then we had our senior team in Miami with us. And these are just moments where you feel, I love these people. What amazing people. I know. Like the Martins and the Sweetmans. I know. And the Beeklers and the Canes. We're just so privileged yes. to be leading these people. I don't feel like I actually deserve it <laughs> or have any reason to think yeah. I should do it. Right. But it's just a wonderful privilege. And the yeah. Kelsey's, it's just it's a marvellous privilege. Yes, and, and we're building this team together. Yeah, right. and like for those who maybe haven't prioritised a gathering like that, mm. maybe through this podcast they can talk. Mm. And go, well, I'll get a talk from me if, if they I, don't. I'm <laughs> we should prioritise that. And I, yeah. I would definitely say that, that as we're all in the, Unashamedly. In the, in the season of rebuild, yep. those moments of fellowship yep. that are smaller yep. and more intimate weld us together. They do. For the future. They I do. mean, look, we've been working together for 50 years. Yeah. 
Well, and yeah. Yes, <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, it's getting close. You're grafting me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Co-opted, baby. <laughs> and so many, and it's like we've got to pass that culture on. Which we are, which yeah, you are, you thank are. you, yeah. both. Yeah, yeah. Well, terrific. we got it from somewhere else, didn't we? <laughs> just keep on passing it on. Moving forward, I think that uh, we can plan for the future <laughs> because with, with a huge amount of confidence, simply because of the amount of young people mm. that are rising mm. in C3 Americas, mm. it is... It's like a move of God. It's like a, it it's, almost predominates, doesn't it? When you look at the crowd, yeah. yeah it's I mean, we really are the grandparents. We really are. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I quite like that being the yes. oldest person in the room. Sure. Yes. Uh, especially if I'm not matched by lots of other older people. Right. right. But yeah, the the age of it. I remember when Valerie did the women's gathering. She had this photo of all the girls on this kind of hotel lobby stairs. It was a bit of a fabulous photo. <laughs> but I looked at it and I thought, oh, my heart was glad oh. because they were nearly all young. Yeah. Well, we asked we asked senior pastors to come in and bring rising leaders. So they brought them out because what you want to do is not only manage up, if you want to manage across. So, so yeah. you want someone who's a peer so that yes. if you're having a thing and you want to talk to somebody who's going through it probably too or possibly has been through it because they're a peer, you can reach across the country. We did this in Europe so successfully. Yes. That was a real goal of mine to say we've got to get together even if we're a big widespread nation but you've got to create these yes. relationships across the nation right. so that you have that person you can yes. share that story and the closer and I can see it already in this conference That's right. these ladies know each other they've been together and they're getting closer and they're getting knit together right. and that's the key that's well, our that's, job that's right? a huge yes. word because you know Ephesians says that we are joined and knit together mm-hmm. and to me that is that emotional bonding and yeah. for that to happen, you've got to weep together and laugh together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that means you're going to travel together through very difficult situations mm. where you're both crying or one's crying and you just pick up with empathy mm. their pain. Mm. But then they have celebrative moments and you say you, you rejoice Absolutely. with them as well. And we've got all the technology to actually keep that bonding alive oh. with texts and yeah. notes oh, and, yeah. FaceTime. and FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever. And I believe, Holidays you know, we together. need to get yeah. beyond thinking these are playthings. Social media, FaceTime is sort of like a, uh, an optional extra. These are part of our, oh, yeah. our tool kit, if you like, for maintaining fellowship and community. Yeah. And it's part of our job just yeah. to actually do 10 face, FaceTimes in a day. Yeah. And, oh, uh, and make sure yeah. we're... <laughs> Turn on a day, Jess yes. Louise. <laughs> well, so that's oh, excuse goal. me, I have to go and do a FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> I thought FaceTime was just cleaning your teeth or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, a new, thing, a new thing that I'm going to start um, right after this conference is uh, I'm choosing the day and, and every week, once a week at least, with that on that day, I want to FaceTime one of the ladies in, right. in America. Right. So yeah. it's been like a good hour. Yeah. So I can just can rotate and... Chat, check yeah. in. Yeah. I can't fly here and fly there every five minutes, but I can at least do the FaceTime, totally. right? So can you imagine so if Paul the Apostle had a FaceTime <laughs> ability in that prison? Oh. He'd be on it all day long. Oh, yes. yeah. And he'd be saying, let's do a prayer meeting together. Come yeah. on, guys. And uh, yeah. I want you to meet my, the soldiers yeah. who are looking after me. And here's uh, Claudius and here's Publius. <laughs> and, yes, uh, and they yes. took a photo of those people and then they rounded them up. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so FaceTime and then what's coming back is the organic write a letter. Oh, uh, that's nice too. I, I write cards after every yeah, church. And yeah. Phil's or great. Phil yeah. does that. Yes. And even though it sounds old fashioned, somebody came up to me yesterday and they said, 
we've got I've got that card just sent on oh. my mantelpiece yeah. because it so touched yes. me. It was just handwritten. Yes. yes. Just get a good card. You know? I mean, yes. I mean, of course, you could always oh, get a good card. Well, where are you going to get a good card from? <laughs> or get a Gogana or a Cezanne. Yeah. Yeah. Always my, my second choice. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, maintaining communication is a really yeah. big part yeah. of a minister's job. Paul yeah. proved that by all the letters he wrote. Yes, and if he could have written a whole lot more, he would have. And possibly there are a lot more letters that have never been discovered. There's quite a few that we don't know of. Yeah, that's right. And he speaks of them, refers to other letters. And so down through the centuries, just keeping communication at a high level, this is a big subject actually, because it's not just that you communicate, but what do you? communicate and mm. the the how you do it yeah. the tone of it the the size of it the the matters that you address in it i think all of that has uh been it's been uh, uh you know uh destroyed in some ways great communications by the way that we just text and using emojis i mean that they can be very effective but sometimes you're left with you haven't actually shared your heart, yeah. your spirit with people. Mm. And that's when that bonding takes place. Yes. And, and I mean, we've, we've got friendships that survive distance right. and time. And we can pick up where we left off after not even seeing each other for six months. Yes. Mm-hmm. Simply because we've got that bonding yes. that happened early on. Yeah. We've got capital in the bank, don't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like you, you've done the whole thing on the prayers of Paul, but just in terms of the big hug and hospitality, Paul, before he did any teaching or correcting, he said, um, you know, my beloved in Christ, mm. I pray for you. You're in my mm. prayers every day yeah. and night. And it's kind of like we need to remember mm. that we clothe everything in that first before yes. um, we're doing Absolutely. other. And no, that's, that's the skill of communication. It is. Because yeah. the first thing he did was to thank God for those people. Yeah. And he thanked God for the Corinthians. I mean, they were causing him a lot of grief. And, but it shapes your communication from then on. If you say, I'm, I'm thankful to God yeah. for you. Mm. Guys, I'm thankful to God for the people who are giving me pain and grief. Rather than rush to the point, mm. like Chris says, take time to just land the real issue. And sometimes I don't even address the issue in the main body of mm. what I'm saying. Mm. I leave it to the next letter mm-hmm. or a PS. Mm-hmm. Or the second phone call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just about just when you're about to drop that person off at the airport. It's often the last con- the last words in a conversation. Yeah. And maybe actually the ones that you yeah. spent the whole weekend there for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and what's lovely is we've found in leadership is that when you're in that leaving a church and you're going to the airport, when that minister or pastor or leader says, How what do you see and how could I do things mm. better? Mm. That is like Gold uh, that is like yes a bunch of roses to an overseer when you give permission yes to be spoken into yes. and I think that's yeah, really important absolutely. it is like even as we're rebuilding like when we go to different churches yeah. you always encourage them first and then hopefully they will say yep is did you any, see anything is, did you see anything yeah and then you've got to you've got to wrap that answer. Yep. In kindness, always. Wrap it in kindness yep. and then just say, always. Perhaps. Oh, I, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. I, I forgot the kindness bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, I thought you were an idiot when you did this. <laughs> right, you just go straight in there. Just go straight. 
there. So, I was full of Galatians, a bunch of fucking idiots. But you didn't say that first, did you? Since I <laughs> yeah, love you, no, I no, he got did. Oh, no, the other letter he went oh, right, for. Okay. He, got, he got there very fast. <laughs> he was very ticked off. <laughs> Why? Well, the people were being taken away from the primacy of Christ. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. that's that's a good so reason. So needed. Yeah. Yes. I think yeah. if, if, if pastors ask questions, it shows great humility. It does. And uh, whenever we've had pastors who ask no questions and only tell you things, mm-hmm. you just know you've got no inroad. Yeah. None whatsoever. Yeah. It, you just can't charge into somebody's life with, my, with a grand idea. Right. You unless it's super important that you, yeah. you know. Yeah, unless it's like biblical. Yeah, um, or, or moral failure or, right. or biblical, um, what would you call it, um, bad doctrine or yes. something. Yes. Yeah. But otherwise, you have to be invited. Yeah. 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 And I think most of our guys are very humble. <coughs> We love Very you. appreciative. You know, yes. uh, one of the things that I've noticed with you and Val, Uh-oh. Uh, no, no, is that Val has, <laughs> she has managed to, to run a business, a very successful business, and to be a very effective pastor yes. at the same time. And we have, like, through our movement, always encouraged our pastors to have a finger in another pie, you know, rather than just be leading a church. I'm not, some teaching has said no you can only mm. be a pastor yeah. and there are other teachings like out of Indonesia where every pastor is also a businessman it seems. Mm. so there's you know there's a view and there and I think that we limit ourselves if we think that we cannot be engaged in the marketplace as well as be in ministry I think the call of God just should hold priority mm-hmm. uh, uh, so that if anything's going to go, it's, yeah. it's the other. Yeah. But definitely Paul was a tent maker. Mm-hmm. So he would have been down there selling tents, mm-hmm. marketing them, uh, getting his suppliers to bring in. And I guarantee he made the best tents in town. Mm-hmm. So it, and, and he supported an entourage of about 20 people through his own, actually, his own labours. So it wasn't like he was an unsuccessful or an, un, uh, uh, an unpracticed business person. Yes. So in terms of that, Val, um, how's, how have you managed to balance that whole area? Um, well, I do the shopping. That's yeah, part actually, of it. Actually, he does. <laughs> that's, that's, actually, that's actually true. <laughs> he does the grocery shopping. You know, people ask me that a lot because back you know, a few years ago when I was like on three different teams in C3 and I was running my business internationally, which is like different you times. You from London. Yeah. From, London from London to different time zones and all of that good stuff. And I was working so heavily with Global, so I was dealing with Sydney time zones. Yeah. They would ask me like, how do you do it? It's like, I have to say that, first of all, and this is probably not great, I'm a bit of a workaholic, so I love working. I enjoy it. I get a lot of energy out of it. Yeah. Um, and I also had a grace that I think the Lord gave yeah. me for right. that season because I had just got married for the first time. Yeah. Right. And moved country. And so I feel like the, the Holy Spirit was really in there helping mm-hmm. me and okay. he was moving things around. Things yeah. that are happening in my business were a miracle. They were absolute miracles. So I, you know, I was being faithful to what God gave me to do in the church. Right. Yes. And, I, and, and while I was doing that, he was yeah. taking care of my business. Yeah. And he was giving me the energy and the and the the bigness of mind to be able to manage both of them. But I like what you said. You have to prioritize, and I'm going to prioritize the house of God. On the other hand, we also, you know, but that's my, something you've always done, my, income, yeah. my income is also important to our life. You right. know? And yeah. so, but I have to trust God with that income too, right? Yeah. So, so all I would say about it is, you know, you've got to find the right rhythm for you 
that makes the most sense for you. Sometimes you have to prioritize that income for your family, right? right? Yes. And then sometimes your church is blowing up, and you got to really prioritize that church. Right. Because without you there, it's not going to do what God wants it to right. do. Right. So it's about being really responsive to what God's doing and being really open to what he's doing, being able to work with a rhythm, don't make a hard and fast plan, and see and see how it goes. So, so good. You know, I so think good. that's that for I've me. I've seen a few of your, your uh, um, LinkedIn videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, on, my, yeah, my Instagram. On what do you do yeah, when yeah. it's a creative funk and you slump. don't know what the slump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, I mean, uh, how do you get to your Instagram feed? What is it? Uh, it's it's Valerie.D.McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And Simon, what is, what is so yours? So informative. Simon MCI. MCI, and you Simon. find really good theology oh, with really Brother Simon's. Yes. And Chris, what's yours? Oh, I Chris don't know. A. Uh, Chris A. Pringle. Yeah. Chris A. Pringle. Should follow Chris. For and, and You've got such fun Instagram. Yeah, and my messages, um, you know, that might have point one, two, three, are on FC3 Global. Yeah. Website. Yeah. The podcast, you know, that yeah. were filmed. Like yeah. Three's enough, Chris. Isn't yeah. It? One, two, one, two, three points. Oh, my gosh. There's not, not enough time in the world to have point four. Oh, <laughs> amen. Agreed. Well, we're going to wind it up. And uh, Chris wanted to pray for us all oh, and oh. all the people who are okay. listening. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for this great opportunity. Amen. We are so, so blessed yeah. to be serving you. And in this great region yes, of Lord. the United States of America. Yeah, we on. thank you, Lord, for all you're doing in our churches. Right. We thank you for our unbelievable leaders and pastors mm. and mm. their teams gathered here yeah. this week. Thank you, we thank you, Lord, for Simon and Val and their faithfulness and their commitment to this nation. It's such a, a joy to work with them. Lord, we pray that this podcast will just clarify and inspire mm. and inform mm. all our guys and all, all the people that are listening to, to go forward and to do more and to Amen. work together in, for the amazing gospel and to spread Jesus. Hello. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Don't Amen. Forget, USA Conference was the first of the, of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah baby. Yeah, we've got oh, Bali yeah. coming up oh, in 24. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my gosh, but... Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the C3 Church Global Podcast. Let us know what you thought by leaving a review and connect with us on Instagram at C3 Church Global. We hope you'll be back real soon.